Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon counties. A member of the Item Podcast Network, presented, as always, by SKF. SKF Sumter is a global world-class employer providing a clean, conditioned environment, platinum benefits, and opportunities for everyone to grow. SKF proudly manufactures bearings to serve the medical, defense, and robotic industries. SKF, the world of reliable rotation. To apply today, go to skf.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel. Former Sumter defensive lineman Raymond Johnson III had no clue where he would end up on Saturday morning. He was sitting in an Airbnb in Columbia watching the third day of the NFL draft, hoping to see his name roll across the screen. Over the next eight hours, he received a number of phone calls, but none of them came from a team ready to select him in the draft. When the final pick was made, Johnson still didn't have an NFL home, but it also didn't take much longer to find one. He spent the final round of the draft trying to line up a contract, and a few minutes after the draft ended, he announced to a room full of his family and friends that he was signing with the New York Giants. We spent the entire third day of the draft with Johnson and his family, so this week on the Blitz, we'll recount that long day and how Johnson ended up landing with the Giants. This is Big Apple Bound. Raymond Johnson III waited a long time for that moment, the chance to tell his family that he was headed to the NFL. While any professional contract would be greeted by cheers, this deal was special. Johnson grew up a fan of the New York Giants, the team that would eventually give him a chance all these years later. In fact, his mom said she remembers a homework assignment from the third grade when Johnson said that he wanted to play for the G-Men one day. He shares that love for the Giants with his first cousin, Jeremy Baxter, who dive-bombed Johnson and flung a Giants hat on his head once the announcement was made. A special moment for the whole family. Man, it feels good, man, just to find my home after a long time, a long day, like you said. Been here, you know, just nervous about where I'm going to end up in. Eventually, I ended up on my childhood team, my favorite team in the NFL, so it's crazy how things work out. Johnson had to wait a few extra minutes to make the announcement to make sure that Baxter was in the room to hear the news. The cousins grew up together with that shared passion for New York football, so it was a particularly special moment to share together. He grew up kind of like, you know, the big brother role for me. You know, I never had any brothers, just all sisters, so all my cousins kind of grew up in that brother role for me. you know, he always been a huge Giants fan. I always been a huge Giant fan. That's probably one of our best things in common, man. We die hard Giant fans. So just to have him there for that, you know, you can see how that made me feel. So uh, I'm thankful for that as well. But that moment was a long time coming. The day started at noon with the first pick of the fourth round, and Johnson was projected to go anywhere between the sixth and seventh rounds, though some outlets didn't expect the edge rusher out of Georgia Southern to be drafted at all. With the randomness that surrounds the draft, especially in a year with so many players that didn't play last season due to the coronavirus pandemic, anything could happen. 
Johnson watched the first couple of rounds go by with little going on. His eyes flickered between his phone and the ESPN broadcast as he hoped to see news on his draft stock, but the first couple of hours were pretty quiet. Eventually, the phone started ringing. Family members held their breath every time he picked up the phone, thinking he was about to announce his new destination, but each time it was a false alarm. You got frustrating at points, man. You know, you're just getting different calls and you're not sure if this is a coach calling to potentially you know, draft you or if this is a coach calling to just get things a, a plan accordingly if you don't get drafted and trying to have you as a free agent. You know, it was just a, a frustrating thing, but uh, eventually it all worked out. I couldn't say no, and no better than it would, would happen. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm playing for my favorite team. I'm, I'm going in a great situation right now. Top 10 defense in the NFL, man, I really can't complain too much. As the day continued, his phone rang more. Johnson spent most of the seventh round on the phone, bringing hope that he would be selected. But none of those calls came from general managers with congratulations. Originally, it's like I talked to a lot of D-line coaches, and I, every last one of them wanted me. And, you know, they, they would tell me, like, you know, man, I'm trying to get you here. I'm fighting to get you here. It's just uh, when you talk about the NFL, it, you got to go through, like, front offices. You got GMs and stuff. So it's, it's not as simple as just them saying, hey, I want you here. It's, it's more of an uphill battle with everybody in the organization and if they see you as a fit for them or if they see you as a you having the talent to be drafted at this this level or so I mean it's just everywhere so my calls are just with a lot of defensive line coaches just you know trying to encourage me and, and possibly you know recruit me if I did not get drafted like today so those phone calls proved to be useful as Johnson was able to line up several contract offers before the draft even came to an end he had a few offers on the table but he ultimately signed with the Giants while his love for the team pulled him in that direction, Johnson said New York also gave him the best deal. It was a it was a good bit, man, but I, I wanna say about 10, 10 just for like the last like the last few rounds of the draft was reaching out to me and stuff. So it was about ten of them and the biggest ones I was thinking about was either the Chiefs, the Jets, and then of course the uh, New York Giants. And I, I just went with the Giants. They gave me the best offer. And other than that, you know, like I said, I I got great history with that team. I love that team. Then came the announcement. All the cheering filled the room. Johnson smiled from ear to ear for the rest of the evening. He was so happy to be surrounded by family in that moment. Everyone from grandparents to nieces and nephews were jubilant with the news, even if it took a little longer than they hoped. Man, it's a blessing, man. I feel like anytime you can share these moments with your family, man, you know, just take them for granted, love them, and uh, appreciate them, man. Cause like I said, times, times nowadays are hard with COVID and everything. and everything else going on economy you know as much negativity as you got anytime you get to share some positive moments with your family i tell anybody you know make sure you make that happen a few of those faces stood out amongst the crowd one of those was johnson's mom yvonne she was the one that huddled everyone into the living room so that johnson could announce the news we have my mother uh yvonne johnson great woman um partially the reason why i'm here today uh, not partially, but wholly the reason why I'm here today, of course, uh, just always got me through it. So um, her and my dad, great parents. Of course, Johnson also shares his name with two other people in that room. He's thrilled that his father and grandfather will get to see their name on an NFL jersey and that he was able to share that moment with his namesakes. Man, it's a blessing, man. I always, uh, I rock that name with great pride and honor. So just having that, you know, the, the chance to take it to the next level and show what I've got with that name. It's, it's, it's a huge honor, man, and I'm thankful for it. 
That announcement was the culmination of a lot of hard work for Johnson. Coming into his final season at Georgia Southern, Johnson was rehabbing a torn labrum. He fought back to have the most productive season of his career. In fact, he was one of the most productive players in the country, as Pro Football Focus gave Johnson the highest grade for an edge rusher in college football with a 91 after setting a school record for with 15 quarterback hurries to go along with 14 and a half tackles for a loss, 38 total tackles, and five sacks. Once his season ended, he went down to Pensacola to train at an Exos facility with some of the top draft prospects. It was a long road to get to New York, but Johnson was glad he walked that path. Uh, man, like I said, it's just been a roller coaster, man. Just these last few months leading into the drive has been a roller coaster. And if I can give any advice to anybody in my shoes, I'll tell them just make sure you're keeping your mental health up to date. You know, staying on top of your mental, man. Making sure you mentally prepared for anything thrown your way. I've received a lot of curveballs throughout this whole process. So, you know, it's been frustrating, but nonetheless, it's been a blessing in disguise as well. So. Johnson was proud of his final season at Georgia Southern, but it also made draft day even more frustrating. Pro Football Focus also listed Johnson as one of the 35 most productive players in all of college football last season, but he still went undrafted. At the end of the day, that's just another thing to drive Johnson to succeed in the NFL. I always had the underdog role, you know, uh, even from my early days in something, man. I, I always felt like I should have been bigger than what I was presented as. And um, even this year, man, you know, this is what I accomplished in the college football world. I was the most productive D lineman, but you know, as you seen, I didn't get drafted. So, you know, it's always that underdog chip with me, man. But I, I love it. I kind of grow to love it. So I feel like that's me as a person now. Johnson signing is also the next in a growing list of players from the Sumter School District to join NFL teams. Last season, Crestwood alumni Tyson Williams and Donald Rutledge both signed as undrafted free agents. Williams is currently with the Baltimore Ravens, while Donald Rutledge is with the Arizona Cardinals. Right before Johnson signed on Saturday, he was also able to watch his former Sumter High teammate Presley Harvin III get drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Harvin was the Ray Guy Award winner as the best punter in the country last season at Georgia Tech. In Johnson's eyes, Sumter's jump to the NFL is a long time coming. Man, it's more so not of a, you know, like, oh, you know, hey, I'm so thankful, but it's more of a, an about time feeling, man, because uh, coming through something, man, I've seen so much talent growing up, and I'm like, you know, I, I analyze and I cross, cross and analyze the talent with, like, anybody else, and it's like, you know, why are we not putting guys out here? Like, why, why are our guys not in the league? So just now seeing the type of talent that we got coming out, it's, it's more so of an about time feeling because I felt like we always had it. That'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Be sure to tune back in next week as we continue to tell interesting local sports stories. And if you enjoy this podcast, please tell other people about us and get them to listen too. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. If you listen on iTunes or your Apple Podcasts app, rate and review. And if you listen on Facebook, please like and share. The Blitz is a part of the Item Podcast Network, which is the audio arm of the Sumter Item. If you like what you're hearing, the best thing that you can do to support us is to subscribe to the Sumter Item. 
that will help ensure our team can continue bringing you the local news, information, and entertainment that you need and want to read, watch, and listen to. And we have a digital subscription rate that's cheaper than most streaming services. Subscribe today at theitem.com slash subscribe. I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.